Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting live from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And uh, if you are looking for a better experience from your bank, if you're looking for a bank that's big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but small enough to do it in a personal way, that's the combination of service and expertise that I've found at Renaissance Bank personally. So if you uh, would like to check them out, uh, here's my suggestion. Go to renaissancebank.com and find their local office and give them a call. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Dr. J- Julie Zweig. And Julie uh, is uh, here in Alpharetta, and she's got a number of expertise uh, areas that we're going to talk about. Julie, welcome. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Yeah, thanks for coming. So let's talk about a little bit about you and uh, how you serve folks out there. Absolutely. Well, yeah. thanks for having me. Sure. Um, I have been in practice for 21 years here in the Atlanta area, and I have a dual practice. I'm an ear, nose, and throat and sleep specialist, and I also do wellness. So I'd love to tell you about what I do. Yeah, absolutely. So you um, had a big practice. You were in a big practice for a long time. Talk about why you left. Well, basically, I wasn't practicing the way I wanted to practice. I really wanted to practice in a more holistic manner. Of course, I'm a surgeon, and we look at things a certain way. But I really wanted to look at the whole person. I didn't want to just treat somebody with surgery or a CPAP machine if they have sleep apnea. I really wanted to get to the root cause of things. And I love to spend time with my patients and talk to them. I wasn't able to do it as well in the old practice. Why is that? Why, why, why is that so, uh, such a big problem in healthcare these days? Uh, that's a tough question. For doctors to actually <laughs> spend time with patients. That's a very tough question. Yeah. Well, obviously, we have to deal with um, you know, seeing a certain number of patients so that um, we can get through the day. And we're also bound by our electronic medical records and things of that nature. Mm. Takes a lot of time. Takes a lot of time away from our spending time with the patients. And it's not what any of us went into medicine to do. And you can ask any doctor that. Nobody's happy sitting there on the computer and not being with their patients face-to-face. They're making the healthcare bureaucracy happy by filling out forms, I guess, what have you, sitting behind the computer, but not necessarily the patient. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So you went out on your own. Let's win. I left uh, in July. In July. And I opened my practice in November of this oh, year. Okay, awesome. Or 2021, sorry. Yeah, in 2021. And um, so tell us a little bit about, um, I guess, what you could have done, right? I mean, there's a lot of things you could have. You've got a lot of expertise uh, and why you offer what you offer. Well, I think it's, it's something that um, I hope I have a gift for. I really like to spend time with my patients. Mm-hmm. And... I have the uh, the background where I have a training in ear, nose, and throat surgery and sleep medicine, and I gained a lot of expertise in the last couple of years in functional medicine and hormone replacement optimization and things of that nature, and really they're a wonderful integration into my practice. 
So I am able to treat sleep patients in a more holistic manner and see what sleep really does to the body. And it's been a, a remarkable change. I think my patients are very happy, I hope. And yeah. I really enjoy what I'm doing now. That's awesome. Now, you, you had a term there, functional medicine. Let's, let's define what that is. Sure. So functional medicine, it's just a tool that we can use. It's basically a way of looking at the root cause of disease. It really looks at more of a systems-based approach rather than uh, just looking at a, just the symptoms. So, you know, in our society, we might go to a, a gastrointestinal doctor or an ear, nose, and throat doctor or a urologist or, you know, there's so many specialties, mm -hmm. but functional medicine really looks at the root cause and tries to figure out why we have the disease processes we do and, and how we can prevent them really. Yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, when I, I want to circle back around to just the whole idea of holistic. So, I mean, it, it seems like to me what you're describing is, um, that while symptoms may occur in a particular part of the body, like your nose and throat or, or, um, what would GI or what have you, that, um, the body is an integrated whole and things happen all over the body, both, uh, physically and mentally, right? Sure. Absolutely. Well, we can, let's look at sleep, for example, because yeah. that is my specialty. Yeah. So, um, I know a lot of people snore, right? And okay. a lot of people might have a situation where they stop breathing at night, which is called sleep apnea. Mm -hmm. And sleep ap apnea can be a pretty dangerous disease because it affects your heart. It makes your heart race. What's happening during sleep apnea is you're actually stopping breathing. And during that time, oxygen's not getting to your brain. When oxygen doesn't get to your brain, your heart starts working harder. Your lungs start working harder. Obviously, your cognitive faculties go down. Um, you're not able to think as clearly. You get brain fog. It also leads to things like diabetes and um, certainly high blood pressure and even weight gain. And we can talk about that a little bit. So sleep actually affects the entire body and the entire body affects sleep. And uh, we can get into that too. Yeah, I would love to. Um, so uh, why did you get interested in sleep medicine to begin with? It's a good question. Um, it's really a new field, um, but an extremely important field. I think it is the most important disease process we have, actually. I think it goes above heart disease and everything else because it causes heart disease. Sleep is so integral to our lives. We can't function without sleep. Anybody who stayed up all night, whether it's with taking care of children or working in the emergency room or, or having a, a night shift for mm -hmm. your job, sure, you know, you feel pretty bad the next day and it's really hard to function. And if you consider doing that chronically on a daily basis or daily at, you know, at night, every night, it really takes a toll on your body. And I find that a lot of our lives are really affected by how well we sleep. It's mm -hmm. just a crucial part of our life. So it really wasn't an, um, a big part of what I can take care of as an ear, nose and throat doctor. Yeah. And just wanted more training in it. So, um, I guess what is the leap or the connection better word between ear, nose and throat and sleep? Great question. So yeah. a lot of what we deal with on the ear, nose and throat side with sleep has to do with the sleep apnea part of sleep disorders. Sleep apnea, as we just talked about is where you are stopping breathing many times throughout the night. Some people even stop breathing a hundred times during an hour. 
which is pretty bad because to wow. qualify as an apnea, you actually, actually have to stop breathing for about 10 seconds at a time. Mm. If you hold your breath for 10 seconds, it really is a long time. Yes. So um, the question is, why does that happen? And a lot of times it happens because of some form of obstruction in the nose or the throat. So as ear, nose, and throat doctors, we obviously look in the nose. We look at different body structures in the nose and also the throat, the tongue. The tongue is actually one of the most important parts of obstruction. Uh, when we sleep, our tongue also often falls backwards into our the back of our throat and blocks the airway. So as an ear, nose, and throat doctor, we are poised to really examine the airway in depth. And that's the connection between sleep and ear, nose, and throat. So is there some uh, uh, predisposition for people to have sleep apnea? Is it hereditary? Is it, I mean, what, what, are, what are the causes of that? Great question. So it's a hereditary in the, basically how you inherit your parents' body type. Mm-hmm. But the typical person with sleep apnea might be a little bit overweight. They might have a large neck size. They might have some obstruction in their nose, such as a deviated septum, which means a twisted, uh, the septum is what divides the middle of your nose in half. And if it's twisted to one side or the other, that can block your nose. There are things called turbinates in your nose, which regulate airflow and provide humidity in the nose and um, they can be enlarged. And so patients with these kind of anatomic changes can certainly lead to sleep apnea. Um, certainly, as I said before, um, some weight gain and, uh, also, neck size. Neck size is a really big thing that we look at with sleep apnea. Really? Yes. You, when your neck is bigger, you have a lot of extra tissue in there. And let's not forget about the tonsils and mm. things of that nature and your, your uvula, which is that little thing that hangs down the back of your throat. Right. That can get enlarged and that can block the airway as well. Gotcha. Folks, we're here chatting with uh, Dr. Z- Dr. Julie Zweig. So, um, Julie... Uh, where do hormones come in all into all this? I know you you're a specialist in hormones and hormone optimization. I see in the show notes. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's, let's talk about hormones. Hormones are chemical messengers in the body, and uh, some hormones that you might have heard of are estrogen, progesterone, testosterone, thyroid. DHEA is a a hormone that not many people have heard of, but an important one. Mm-hmm. So with sleep. Let's talk about how it relates to sleep. So when um, when we get into our older years and we get perimenopausal or postmenopausal, we lose some important hormones. One of them is progesterone. And progesterone is a hormone that definitely helps you sleep. And women are definitely deficient in that as they age. And progesterone is also kind of a feel-good hormone too. It helps you feel good. Mm. So when we treat women with progesterone, they sleep better. And they feel better. So it's a win-win situation. Also, when you have uh, problems with sleep apnea and things like that, and your body is stressed, your hormones uh, get depleted very quickly. Mm-hmm. Because the last thing your body wants to do is, is protect you with hormones. It has to make sure that you're going to stay alive. Right. I can see that. That's logical. Um, so let's get to treatment. So... Um, whether it's hormones or some other kind of treatment. I mean, how are you treating snoring and sleeping problems? That's a great question. So the first thing we have to do is um, I like to see my patients in the office and I like to take a good history and take a look at them, check out their anatomy. Uh, Sometimes I'll do something called a scope, which is where we take a little camera and uh, put it in the nose and check out the back of the nose and the throat. 
uh, to see what's going on. And if there's something that's very, very obstructed or something with their anatomy that's abnormal, we'll talk about fixing that. There's some very easy procedures we can do in the office to help with uh, snoring and obstruction. But another thing that I'll often do is get a sleep study. And we can do a home sleep study where you take home a machine at night and you sleep with it and you bring it back and I interpret it and see if you have sleep apnea. And if you have sleep apnea, lots of treatments. And I don't know how much you want me to go into it, but if it's very, very severe, you might be a candidate for a CPAP machine. Mm. Um, If not, we have lots of other options. And then we can talk about my wellness practice. Yeah, no, we definitely want to get to your wellness practice. But I I guess we don't have to go into extensive detail on this, but um, what are some of the treatments that occur uh, that you prescribe that are short of a CPAP machine? And what, how do things get, or get to a point where they're severe enough that you want to have someone on a CPAP machine? Absolutely. Well, when we get a sleep study, we can actually see if they have mild, moderate, or severe apnea. If they have severe apnea, then really we want to get that patient on a CPAP machine. It's the best therapy. It's a gold standard. It is 100% effective as long as you're wearing it. <laughs> and that's a key thing, yep. but it's 100% effective. So anything that we do is a little less effective than that. But in the office, um, they have mild or moderate problems, then I can do something called a turbinate reduction where I shrink down the turbinates with something called radio frequency. It's a very easy procedure. I can also stiffen the side walls of the nose all from the inside, open that up a little bit. If you've ever used um, some strips on the top of your nose to widen the nasal airway, that's kind of what this procedure would do. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes patients need something called an oral appliance. And I work with a lot of dentists and uh, they'll often create an oral appliance for that patient, which the purpose of that is to hold their jaw forward, the lower jaw forward, so their tongue doesn't fall backwards at night. Oh boy. So um, it sounds like though folks need to come see you before they decide they need a CPAP machine, before they self-diagnose, uh, uh, talk to Dr. Google and, <laughs> and decide on their own they need a CPAP machine, right? Well, you know, it's it's really important to be seen in the office because we can't forget that there are some other more serious conditions that can cause sleep apnea. And I'll just give you one example. Yeah, There can be a, a growth or a tumor in the back of the throat that is blocking the airway and you can have sleep apnea because of that. So it is important to have your doctor take a good look and a, a specialist can do that. that. Sounds like important advice for sure. So, uh, Julie, let's talk about your wellness practice. Uh, first of all, how do you, how do you define wellness? I know that seems like an obvious question, um, but obvious questions sometimes have interesting answers. So, I agree. And I think that's a great question, one which I'm continually trying to define for myself and for Mm -hmm. for my patients. But basically, we want to look at staying healthy. We don't want to wait for you to have a problem and come in or some sort of disease process. We want to get to the root cause and, and prevent any disease and feel good. That's really what I define wellness as. Just feel good. Feel like you want to feel. Mm. And so... uh if I make a wellness appointment, what happens? I mean, what do you do? So, um, And why would I want to make one? I mean, I guess what would be happening in my life that says I need to make a wellness appointment with, with doctors alike? Well, you know, our typical patients are patients that are tired of going from doctor to doctor. 
and they want to be listened to. They really want somebody to take the time, sit down with them, hear their concerns, look at their whole history, look at all all the doctors they visited and kind of get to the bottom of things. And I think that's what patients really want. They're tired of those 10-minute appointments that they get, and they really want to spend some time and get to the root cause. And I don't do this wellness uh, practice on my own. I have an amazing health coach that I work with, and uh, her name is Mimi Ellis. Mm -hmm. And she is a nutrition expert. Uh, She's also a physician assistant and has a wealth of experience. And she also helps us with our stress management as well. So when somebody makes an appointment with us, they get all of us. Mm. That's awesome. So when people come to see you, do they have to know what's wrong? Absolutely not. Okay. I don't think they just, they just have to know that something's off, I guess is the question. Yeah. I'll give you some typical patient symptoms, I guess. Um, so it's maybe the woman that has been gaining a little bit of weight in her middle. She's tired. She's fatigued. She just doesn't feel like herself. Maybe her libido is down. She's just not interested in being with her partner. Um, cognitively, you know, she just, she has a lot of brain fog. She's Mm -hmm. just not feeling right. And she wants to get to the bottom of things. She wants to feel good again. Makes sense. So, uh, I asked this question on sleep, but, uh, I want to ask the same on, uh, wellness. So what's the jump from the specialty in ENT to wellness? That's a great question. So, in ENT, we deal with a lot of things like allergies and sinus problems, for example. And in my opinion, sinus disease is really an extension of our gut, our stomach lining. And inflammation in the gut, inflammation in the sinuses, that is often caused by things like poor diet or poor lifestyle or stress and things of that nature. And I've actually been able to look at some some of my patients with sinus disease and change their diet around. Stay away from gluten, maybe. Stay away from dairy. Do some stress management. And honestly, it's a miracle how, how much their sinus uh, inflammation or sinus disease has calmed down. Same thing with allergies. Allergies are basically a ramped up immune response that we have in our body. It starts off as protective. You know, the... The purpose of our immune system is really to keep us from getting hurt. Right. And allergies is basically the our body's way of seeing something as foreign that we're exposed to. So it's trying to protect us. It's trying to protect us with with getting that toxin out of our body. And so if we look at allergies and we look at the root cause, it's really inflammation and a ramped up immune response, which we can really calm down in our wellness practice. So uh, I'm glad you brought up the term allergy, the uh, subject of allergies, because um, if someone has allergies that they're really suffering with, they should come to see you. Yeah, absolutely. We we um, we definitely have a whole allergy treatment part of our practice. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different types of allergies too, and I think there's a lot of misinformation out there. So when we test people for allergies, the traditional allergies, pollens, grasses, trees, weeds cats, dogs, you know, molds and dust, things like right. that. That Those are uh, 
a certain kind of allergy response. And we test you by gently pricking <laughs> these allergens into your skin and seeing if you have a response and things mm -hmm. of that nature. Right. So after doing that, we have a lot of ways to treat allergies. We can do, and so basically what happens is we see how allergic you are, and then we can treat you with things like allergy shots or drops. And allergy shots are basically where we take what you're allergic to in very, very, very small concentrations, and we inject them into your, under your skin every week until your body builds up its own immune response to these allergies. And that's very successful. But the other thing we can do, which is really exciting, is something called allergy drops. And I've been doing these for about 20 years. And basically what they are is they're the same allergens that you're allergic to that we put into the shots. And we put them into a little vial, a little dropper bottle with um, a sugar solution. And you put a couple drops under your tongue every day instead of coming to the office for shots. And it works just as well. It's, um, it's been used for 100 years. And... It's very successful. So that's a very easy way to treat allergies. So uh, folks, we're here chatting with doctors, Dr. Julie Zweig. Uh, Julie, I'm curious about just stepping back and looking at uh, your practice from a 40,000 foot point of view. It looks like you're, um, you've merged, I guess, traditional medicine. You came through the traditional medicine route and, um, uh, I don't know if you call it non-traditional or, or um, uh, uh, non-mainstream. I don't know what you call it. Um, but talk about that dichotomy because I think there's some people that um, don't see how those two mix. They, maybe they fall on one side or the other. Absolutely. Well, I don't think you can see medicine in just one with one lens. I think that um, our ability... Um, I guess you can call it the Western side of medicine yeah. where, you know, we're trained traditionally in a residency, et cetera, uh, six years for surgery. Um, you know, I, you can't ignore the, the fact that there are surgical procedures and Western ways of treating patients that are extremely successful and have been tested over hundreds and hundreds of years. And then I think it, it, we need to open our eyes and look at other viewpoints and look at other ways or Eastern medicine, for example, uh, which is it just a different way of looking at the human body. Mm -hmm. And I think that those two facets can merge and really create an, a, a very helpful experience for the patient. And I think it's, I, I feel blessed to be able to look with both lenses at this point and try and help my patients. What do you recommend um, to, uh, folks that are looking for a, a new, a, a better medical provider, uh, you know, a primary care physician, which it sounds like you don't call yourself that, but it sounds like, uh, you've got a big umbrella for a lot of different things. And so what, what, what do you recommend that people do when they are looking for a new doctor? I think you do what we all do and what doctors do. We do research mm -hmm. and we look into what, uh, what other people have found. We look, uh, certainly with my practice, for example, you can call and have what we call a strategy call. I will talk to you um, if you would like mm -hmm. for free <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and discuss your, the issues with you. If there's something that we want to talk about and, and let you know if I think you need to come in or you'd be a good candidate for a wellness practice. Awesome. But yeah. 
Now, so, and you just, uh, I think this answer uh, is part of uh, an answer to my next question, which is uh, what makes you unique? Lots of, lots of uh, ENTs out there, right? Uh, ENT specialists out there. Um, uh, what makes you unique? And it sounds like you get on the phone with a prospective patient. That sounds pretty unique to me. I think it, yeah, it's, well, for, it helps both of us because it helps to make sure that that patient should actually be seeing me and it helps me get an idea of what, um, what I'm going to be looking at mm-hmm. when I see this patient. Right. So I think it's mutually beneficial. Any other un- unique qualities you have in your practice? I think we have a great staff. I, I really strive to have a staff that's welcoming um, it's a pet peeve of mine when I walk into a doctor's office personally and the person at the front desk doesn't even look at me when I mm. go up to the uh, front desk. So we pride ourselves in having a very open staff and we like to have fun too. We, like, we smile a lot. We have fun. We have fun with our patients and um, you know, we, we know when we need to be serious and we know when we can have fun. That's fantastic. Dr. Julie Zweig has been with us folks. Um, she is uh, here in the North Fulton area. So uh, do you want to tell folks uh, where your office is? Where are you located? Absolutely. Uh, our actual office address is 2650 Holcomb Bridge Road, Suite 510. It's in Alpharetta, zip code 30022. And um, we would love to see you anytime you want. Okay, awesome. Now let's let's also give folks a website phone number, whatever else you want to give so that they can connect ahead of time. Our phone number is 404-255-4080. And our uh, website is www.juliezweigmd.com. And I will spell that for you. It's J-U-L-I-E-Z-W-E-I-G-M-D.com. Terrific. Julie Zweig, Dr. Julie Zweig, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's been, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Hey, folks, just a quick reminder. If you uh, need a better plan than going through the drive-thru for, for dinner to take home to your spouse and family that are hungry but tired of what you keep bringing home, I've got an idea for you. That involves picking up the phone and calling the good folks over at ANS Culinary Concepts. Now, here's the deal. Andrew Traub and his team over there, Andrew's uh, the executive chef there and owner, and his whole team there, they they do, uh, they've got a award-winning culinary studio. They do corporate catering, corporate team building. They've got big green egg boot camps, but here's the deal. They've also got let us cook for you meals. So you can go on their website and check out uh, the days of the week that they're doing Let Us Cook For You meals. You can make your selections, drive by. They put it in the back of your car. You don't even have to get out. And uh, boom, you're off. And then you go home with a gourmet meal. So if that sounds attractive to you and if you live in the North Fulton, Johns Creek area, uh you want to know about this. So give them a call 678-336-9196 or go to asculinaryconcepts.com for more information. And folks, just a quick reminder that North Fulton Business Radio is on all the major podcast apps. Uh, North Fulton Business Radio is a search term. Imagine that. If you 
type that into your favorite podcast app, we'll pop right up. And we would love it if you're not already a subscriber to the show, if you could subscribe and share the show. So, and that's not about me or Business Radio X. Um, it's about our mission. And our mission is to celebrate the terrific entrepreneurs and business leaders we have on this show, uh, like Dr. Schweig, who um, are terrific. They do great work. And we want their work to be uh, found and celebrated and uh, for folks that potentially need their services to find them. So if you could help us out in that way, we would greatly appreciate it. So for my guest, Dr. Julie Zweig, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.